So how has my job as a landscaper been part of my calling? Well, I've been a landscaper here for 17 years. Um, when I started in May of 2006, I had no plans to stay long-term. <laughs> my plan was to get an MDiv degree, become ordained, become a pastor in the United Methodist Church, and go back to southeastern Missouri. But God had something else in mind. So as one of my sisters put it, I became a professional student. Uh, after I finished my master's degree, I decided to pursue a PhD. So three years became five, and then 10, and then 15. <laughs> Meanwhile, our three small children grew up, went to college, got married, and had kids of their own. Um, in short, Willowmore became home and landscaping became my vocation. I suppose it's fair to say I have a green thumb, but uh, I've always thought that term was kind of inaccurate. Uh, it seems to suggest I have the power to grow something. The truth is I do little more than provide the optimal conditions for plants and trees to thrive. Uh, God gives the sun, God gives the rain, and God gives the growth. As a landscaper, I simply get to watch and learn as God does what God does. That means the largest part of my calling uh, here is to listen. So when I'm designing landscapes, I'm listening for what to plant. When I'm pruning shrubs, I'm listening for where to cut. When I'm working with our irrigation systems, I'm listening for how to make watering more efficient. Um, in other words, the closer I follow Jesus, the better I do my job. So how has Jesus been at work in my job? Uh, Jesus invites me to invest in the people around me. Um, I get to work with some amazing people. They're good people. They care that a job is done right. Um, they care about students. They want our campus and buildings to look good and to function properly. Some of them are student workers uh, who get to, um, I get to work with directly for two to three years. Um, the truth is, I, I couldn't do anything without those student workers. Um, I teach them some basics about landscaping, and they teach me some of what they're learning in their classes. So God often used these conversations about life and theology uh, for our mutual benefit. Well, Jesus also encourages me to be still and know that he's God. Uh, working outside is a constant reminder of our need for God. All of our work is under attack all the time. In the spring, the storms come. Trees and limbs fall, destroying everything underneath them. In the summer, the weeds come. Bermuda grass, crabgrass, dandelions, honeysuckle, and others form an unholy alliance to take over <laughs> every single bed on campus. In the winter, the freezes come. Sudden temperature drops and single-digit conditions often injure and kill some of our most cherished trees and plants. In fact, disease and drought and too much rain can be just as damaging. However, I've learned that destruction often provides us the opportunity to build something better. Jesus even teaches me to work quietly in the dirt. Like the Apostle Paul, I've learned to be content whatever the circumstances. It's okay that I have a PhD and not a full-time teaching job. It's okay that few appreciate the things I do. 
It's okay if students, staff, administration, faculty don't know my name. What I do is not for me to enjoy, it's for you. So when you sit on a, a bench, you walk across campus, or you meet someone for lunch, you're using an area designed by God and built and maintained by people that care about you. It's a gift. So what makes me want to come to work? Oh, the seminary trusts me to do my job. No one is looking over my shoulder waiting for me to screw up. Um, I'm ultimately responsible for whatever success or failure I experience. In times of success, I take notes on what went well, and I try to improve. In times of failure, I identify what went wrong, and I take ownership for the loss. The seminary also encourages me to be a good steward of what we have. So no one is demanding that we regularly remove old landscapes to make room for new ones. Instead, we're expected to take care of what we have and wherever possible, design landscapes that complement the older plants and trees nearby. Finally, the seminary allows me to work within the boundaries of God's created order. As Ecclesiastes 3.1 says, there's a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. There's a reason that we don't plant trees or grass in the summer or prune hydrangeas in the spring or shear burning bush in the fall. Trees and shrubs and plants present us with, you might say, specific demands for their care. If we ignore them, we suffer the consequences. Likewise, the more in sync we become with God's created order, the more we experience his blessing. Thanks for that good word, Andy, and thanks for the opportunity to share here today. I have good news for the planner types out there. God has a plan for your life. I also have bad news. God's plan is different than yours. <laughs> I actually wasn't sure what I wanted to do when I graduated from college, but never thought that I would end up here. Growing up in a Baptist church in Southern Indiana, I had never even heard of Asbury Seminary. However, I had wondered if the Lord was calling me to ministry. So I spent some time visiting some Baptist seminaries and I prayed for discernment. Crickets, <laughs> nothing. I didn't hear anything from the Lord. But being a typical guy in love, what did I do next? Well, I went to Ball State University to pursue my master's degree because, well, my girlfriend went there. <laughs> so I go to Ball State, and actually that was a good decision because I married her. <laughs> so fast forward in 1992, and I'm finishing my degree at Ball State, and the executive IT director here at Asbury Seminary came up to do some recruiting because he was an alum of Ball State, and he had a job opportunity. Well, I did not get that job, but two years later, another job opened up, 
and he offered it to me, and as they say, the rest is history. During my journey here at ATS, I have seen Jesus not just in chapel, but throughout our community and the work that I've been called to do. Our mission states clearly that Asbury Seminary is a community called. In some ways, it's more than a community. If you think about it, we spend more time with our colleagues than we do with our families throughout the week. So in some ways, we are a family. And in this particular context, we're a family of faith. And we support, as a family, the historic school of Asbury Seminary on its centennial, equipping and preparing men and women to evangelize and to spread scriptural holiness throughout the world. That, my friends, is a high calling. While at times it may not feel like it, that what we do matters, it does. How we treat each other matters, and how we serve others matters. Now, in an extended family, there is commitment to support and care for one another, but there's also conflict, and that's normal. But there is also fun. Both can provide bonding moments. I remember difficult times in our community in 2006 when we went through a leadership crisis. I also remember in 2008 when many of our staff members were let go due to a bad economy. But the Lord saw us through it. And Asbury Seminary, some would say, is better off because of it, helping us appreciate the school and our colleagues even more. Like everyone, there were also personal challenges in the job itself. There came a time when I was overwhelmed and I was stressed out and thought about quitting. Uh, because the demands of the boss and my colleagues and supporting the staff and faculty just felt so overwhelming. So I started to look for another job, but I cried out to the Lord for help. In that quiet moment, he reminded me of Colossians 3, 23 through 24, that everything I do should be done unto him. Boy, did that change my perspective. I realized that my actual boss wasn't the one who hired me. It was the Lord. I also realized that I was serving the Lord through my day-to-day -day work. I was helping the seminary fulfill its mission, providing the necessary support for the staff and faculty by setting up computers. Sometimes the Lord uses our mundane jobs to encourage those we work with and to influence someone else in a positive way. Through that perspective, I was reminded that the Lord called me here and he will keep me here until he releases me. Until that time, I'm just called to serve him to the best of my ability and serve my colleagues and others by showing them love and treating them like Christ, like the family of faith. So what does that look like? Well, it looks like doing what you say you're going to do. It looks like trusting your colleagues to do their job. It also looks like serving others through love and not out of selfish gain. It also means not only working together, but playing together, such as a spontaneous snowball fight in the parking lot with an IT crew years ago. <laughs> it means meaningful moments found in Christmas caroling around the campus, department and seminary parties, an employee tour of the seminary landscape complete with hot cider and yes, free mums. 
weekly department prayer times, staff talent shows, ice cream socials, Wesley Waddles, Asbury Singers, and so much more. It means knowing that your colleagues are praying for you when you get the tragic news that your stepbrother suddenly died or that your sister is going through a divorce. It also means your colleagues celebrating with you at the birth of your children. This takes personal vulnerability and letting others getting to know you. But to grow and learn together in a family of faith, the growth and deepen relationships, they're worth it and make the journey more fun. When we are vulnerable and give our work to the Lord, he uses it to bless us and to bless others, to fulfill his mission in this broken world. And isn't that what it's about? Many of us here have held a variety of roles at Asbury Seminary. Well, one day years ago, when it was slow in the office, two of my tech colleagues asked me, are you going to do technology work for the rest of your career? Frankly, I was a little taken aback by that question. And I asked them why. They said, well, I did a decent job in technology uh, with emphasis on decent. <laughs> they thought my gifts would be better used in development, raising money for Asbury Seminary. Well, I think it was because I had a reputation for talking and eating and knew where all the food was on campus. <laughs> but I told them, it's up to the Lord is what I said. Well, a few years later, with a new president and a VP of advancement, they began looking to hire internally for a development rep. Two other advancement colleagues who become good friends of mine actually recommended me for the job without my knowledge. And I got the job. My colleagues spoke into my life and impacted its trajectory. It was not in my original plan at all, and it was a surprise. It took a leap of faith, trusting the Lord to provide in a new unfamiliar role, and I have found it personally rewarding, seeing my current job somewhat as a pastoral role to our financial constituents, praying for them, encouraging them, and yes, also inviting them to partner with our mission. So in closing, I would like to leave you with my life verse, which is Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lead not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. Both the Colossians passage and this one call us to trust the Lord in everything we do and to do it unto him. He may lead us to another role here or elsewhere, but when we trust him, we will sense the freedom and joy in our work because he is truly the one directing our path and he knows best. Amen. Thank you, Jay. Good morning. So excited to be here with you all. I'm honored to share with you this morning. <clears throat> I'd like to share with you what serving in the Asbury Seminary community means to me. And there's so many things that I could say on this topic, but I will focus on a recent personal story. But first, a little background. I'm a pastor's kid, a youth pastor's wife, and before I was married, I traveled overseas doing short-term missions with YWAM, Youth with a Mission. I met my husband, Kyle, at Asbury College back in the early 90s when it was still called Asbury College, 
And we have two adult children. Our son Josh lives in Lexington and works with FedEx. And our daughter Lauren is starting her junior year across the street at Asbury University. There's one thing about me that has been consistent my whole life. I love to work. I really do. I find great joy and satisfaction in working. I like the structure, the routine, the intrinsic rewards. I like the challenge, the relationships that are created with colleagues, the sense of purpose. People ask me what my hobbies are, and I'm like, well, I like to work on projects. <laughs> I love projects. I like to organize my garage for fun. <laughs> I like to organize other people's garages for fun. Don't ask me to later, though. I love to organize and manage things. I've always been this way ever since a little, I was a little kid. My mom would pay me to clean my younger brother's room when I was a kid. And of course, my room was always neat as a pin. I don't ever remember my mother one time telling me to clean up my room, not once. In fact, it was the other way around. I would complain and get on her case for not keeping the house more picked up. I mean, who does that? What kid does that? Obviously, I had a problem, <laughs> but I can say that I came by it honestly. Coming from a military family, working hard is in my genes. Both my grandfathers served in the U.S. Army for many years, one as a drill sergeant and the other as a full bird colonel. And before becoming a pastor, my dad served in the Marines and flew F-4 jets during Vietnam. These men modeled hard work for me. The Lord has blessed me over the years with many wonderful jobs. Along with the most challenging and rewarding job in the world of being a mother, I have held a number of positions in my life, mostly administrative assistant jobs, as well as owning and operating my own freelance proofreading business for the last 20 years. And then when my husband and I moved back to Kentucky a little over 10 years ago, I started working here at Asbury Seminary, first as an admin in the chapel office, then as Beeson Center coordinator, and then for the last four years, I've been working as coordinator of global partnerships under Dr. Greg Okeson. With my background in missions and cross-cultural engagement, I would have to say that this is my favorite job by far. I believe that work is a gift from the Lord. It is sacred, it is holy. It's not a result of the fall, for God gave Adam meaningful work to do in the garden before the fall. I'm so grateful for all of the jobs that I've had and for the ability to work. There've been a few times in my life when due to health reasons, I've not been able to work. Two years ago was one such time. Some of you were perhaps not aware of it, but over the course of several months, I was going through a major health crisis. It was one that I didn't think I would pull out of. Two years ago, after a prolonged season of multiple life stressors, my physical body was depleted and my nervous system was stuck in overdrive. Nothing helped. It was a perfect storm, more like a terrifying nightmare involving body, soul, and spirit. I felt like I had fallen into a deep pit that I couldn't get out of. I experienced three months of relentless anxiety and insomnia and powerful sleep medications that didn't work and only made me feel like I was losing my mind even more. In the depth of a severe clinical depression and dangerous prolonged sleep deprivation, I finally came to the end of myself. 
I had nothing left in me. I was done. But God wasn't done. And the body of Christ that he had put around me also wasn't done. The Lord used my friends, my family, my church family, good doctors, wise counselors to support me and to help me find my way back to light, to life, to peace. He also used this community to support me and be the hands and feet of Jesus to me during that dark time. And so I wanna say thank you. I wanna say thank you to my boss, Greg Okeson, to Stevie Barola, who supported me with grace and kindness and understanding. Thank you to Steve Siemens for praying for me and speaking many powerful words of life and hope and healing over my life. Thank you to Steve Stratton. There are a lot of Steves here. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, I had to say that. <clears throat> thank you to Steve Steve Stratton, who blessed me on a number of occasions with his godly, wise counsel. Thank you to Dan and Beth Ann Mostad, Davy and Robin Ferraro, Jennifer Miller, Chia DeLay, and others who interceded for me and encouraged me. I can't list everybody, but I want to thank each one of you. And thank you to Barbara Antrobus. She worked with my husband while I was in the hospital to get me on FMLA so I wouldn't lose my job. That was a miracle. I was certain I was gonna lose my job. But she made sure that my insurance didn't lapse while I was out, and I'm not even sure how she did it. We didn't even ask her to do it. But because she did it, and because I had met my deductible for the first time in my life, my insurance covered my very large medical bills at 100%. <laughs> I will never forget when I saw the last medical bill come in, and at the top were the charges, more than we could ever pay, and at the bottom it said, you owe zero. For the first time in months, I heard the Lord speak to me. He said three words, paid in full. More than just providing for us financially, the Lord was speaking a deeper message to my shattered heart. All the pain, all the terror, all the darkness, all the guilt and shame and feeling like a complete failure at life, it was all covered by him, by his grace, by his death on the cross for me, paid in full. That's what he does. Oh, what a savior. We rack up a debt of sin we could never repay and a list of sorrows from which we could never recover. And he takes it all and he covers it. He says, it is mine. I will foot the bill, paid in full. Hallelujah. When I thanked Barbara later for all her help, she said, that's what we do for our brothers and sisters in Christ. We take care of each other. I am so blessed. I am so grateful. This is the body of Christ. This is what Asbury Seminary community means to me. Thank you.